0: Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Northern Monkeys football show. I forgot what we were called for a second, but I got there at the end. <laughs> uh, Ooh, we've got this, uh, Laxi. Well done. It's, uh, it's what we do. It's like it's like football teams. You've got to set your stall out. And that's the quality of what to expect during this next hour or so. It's just, you know, letting everybody know. <laughs> uh, we've got Wayne, in, Wayne and Odie joining us again. You. Hello. How are we doing,
1: boys? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Interesting weekend.
0: Mm, enjoyed
1: football, have not we? Going on,
0: on?
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're, it went too bad, on, uh, considering that was after yesterday's uh, unexpected. Well, not. I can't say unexpected result, but it was a bad result. Oh, don't worry. We'll come on to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will.
1: <laughs> it was, a, it, was a, it was good to have English football back. Um, it's good to have. I mean, it's strange not having the stadiums and uh, fans in the stadiums, but it's good to have some form of normality back in sport. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, from it all, is not it? There's like lots, right? They... lots
2: to choose from at minute.
0: and not half. Was football all the time? We, we. It was impossible to find a time where there was enough on to record. So we're. Recorded at the same time as... what well, City will be on in a minute, won't it? At the time of recording. Exeter's on a minute with their playoff game. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, the crowd... I've it's not put it's running out, but... let start with crowd noises. How have we felt that's been been in, in the English game? Um, I, I
1: think whoever's been working the crowd noise in terms of reaction error, <laughs> probably a bit of work. Um, yeah. There's been some delays, shall we say. There's a shot on goal, the keeper picks it up, runs out, to pull it out, and then you hear a crowd noise of, ooh. <laughs> um, so maybe there's some timing issues there, but um, yeah, I think it works. Mm. I, uh, again, I've kind of myself a bit of a penis, and I didn't think this is the sort of thing that we But It does work, um, especially as a temporary stopgap for the next eight games, whatever it is, seven mm. games. Um, yeah, I think, we can, uh, I think we can get used to it for a first period of time. I agree. Yeah, they've got
2: different people, I think, haven't they? You know, doing the uh, the crowd Because there's been quite a few different games I've watched now. And some it's like watching like, as if it were normal, as if they were the crowd and then others. Like the, uh, I don't know we'll come on to it, but Villa and Sheffield United game, it just sounds like just sound like you know before a game when you, you, you can just hear talking, yeah. But any hardly any like thing you know or like that, and mm. uh, but then other games like like our game against Cardiff yesterday, you was know, mm. just like as if it were as if we were being played in front of a crowd. Yeah, it doesn't,
0: make,
2: it doesn't make a bigger bigger difference than, than you think, right? Like, yeah.
0: Uh, and we watched a bit of a playoff game now with Exeter, the Crowd noises aren't on that, and there's a no. suddenly a massive difference, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so let's get on with the actual football. We'll go back to the start when the first game was last Wednesday, which feels like an absolute ages, ages ago now. Um, it was. We, we said last week it's going to be an underwhelming start, and God, it were underwhelming. wasn't it, it were crap.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I was at work. I can't say I watched the first two games, unfortunately, because of my shift. but having looked at the updates coming in, um, minus the strange decision at uh, at Sheffield United, which we'll talk about shortly, um, it it went into the most enthralling, which we kind of predicted. I'm pretty sure we said last week that this would be very underwhelming, um, not quite as... Probably worse than I thought it was going to be. Minus that one moment of... Well, it entertained me. Probably one of the people that, that were ready.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that. So anybody's missed the ball. It was carried over the line by whoever the keeper is. And the goal line technology missed it because there were too many people in wet cameras or some bollocks like that. And then, for some reason, VAR didn't overrule it.
2: No, didn't. The... Uh, right side, the uh, to intervene in that, is the a reason? Are they get a reason, or
0: I uh, don't know. I can probably explain that one. Um, um we're refereeing expert, Wayne. N-
1: no one has ever referred to me as a refereeing expert. Wow. Um, I, I was literally the most hatred man in school for quite a while. Um, just to be clear, for the people who don't know, you've got two systems at work in football. Um, Holkai operate goal line technology, I think it was as well. on top of that. It's never been perceived that one of those would fail and that the other would have to take over. So there is no rule in place that says you can use VAR for goal line technology in just because it was never considered. Now, it sounds ridiculous that you wouldn't put that into action, but when would you think that goal line technology would fail? So seven cameras, apparently, from Hawkeye didn't pick up the ball going over the line, but one sky camera... Did picked it up very clearly, um, and no one decided to make the link between the two. Um, I mean, I can't remember who was in goal for uh, oh, it was Nyland, weren't it? Yeah, uh, Nyland, uh, the Norwegian guy. Um, he, even by his face, at the referee on that day, you can tell by his face he looks guilty.
2: Mm.
1: If you know, everywhere across the country, in league your referee without VAR, and if I was refereeing in that game, you could tell straight away from his face that the balls over a line. you need to see whether the balls have a line or not. You can sell from, yeah. tell from his face. You could sell the decision on that. Um, and it's all right saying, yeah, VAR, uh, that Hawkeye kind of fails and it's not come through on your watch. You know, technology does fail. You should still be making that decision. It weren't a difficult one
0: to call. No, I, yeah, I completely agree. But, but I think from, a, again, referee lines' of the point of view, for, for, particularly with goal line technology, they've just become so reliant on it that um, watch doesn't say it, no, watch doesn't say it, and just forget about it. Uh, and the, particularly particular Liner, I suppose Lino's not at all got to look at the goal line, has he? That's basically not his job anymore.
1: Mm. No, no, no. They- sort of eliminated that with the additional assistant referees that have yeah. been used as a, um, in certain competitions and then VAR i like to think that he was probably watching it but just assume that he got it wrong because the referee didn't give it based on the, the technology
0: yeah it yeah it was well a shame for Sheffield united a big a big point for villa in end of it loses again. Um, but we look <laughs> half an hour back into football season. We're talking about controversy again. It's brilliant. That's why we love football because of shit like that. It's brilliant.
2: Dean Smith, uh, we're asked after the game. Funny, you know we were on about last episode? His uh, rant about how us putting in the goal by. Right, people were drawing comparisons to uh, what happened against us, and and then what happened with Sheffield United, and it just came out and he just he, totally different. He, he was saying <laughs> uh, that that that, that what happened against Sheffield United's technology's fault, not sporting integrity. Such a fucking asshole, man. You <laughs> like <laughs> laughing it off, though, so, you know. He, I wouldn't have liked to have seen him give a goal. Don't get me wrong, it should be right, didn't it? But uh, <laughs> he's, just, he's just a fucking
0: hypocrite. I, I did see the interview, and the first thing I thought of was you, already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is, is a hypocrite. Uh, but that's football, isn't it? But talked about self interest last week. It is all about self interests. Yeah. Uh, and I'm no surprise, but I'm not surprised he's come out and said that because I, I agree with you that he's the tosser. Uh, but if I were you if if you were, in, if we were in his boots, we would not we wouldn't, we wouldn't give him a goal either, either, would we? I suppose. Yeah. Well, I uh,
2: know I I won't, but I won't come out and contradict me saying saying it. We're totally. Yeah. I agree.
0: Probably can. Um, <laughs> Uh, moving on to the next big game of the week was Spurs Manu on Friday night, uh, which ended at one-one. Really good game, Spurs Manu. Uh, particularly, particularly second half, first first half Spurs were a bit bit shitty. Um, there's two two things worth mentioning on this one. Is first of all, is the Roy Keane rant at half time, which God were brilliant. Uh, you know what? Uh...
1: I would hate to to meet Roy Keane in person because I think he would rile me up. But that was beautiful. Just, <laughs> just a breakdown of that man. You felt like that if you'd have put him in the man dressing room, there would have been some broken noses in there. Yeah. And just really, all right. Yeah, David De Gea, who, yeah, he, he has had issues, but he's been one of the best goalkeepers in the world for a long time. Mm. And he clawing into him, telling him that he wouldn't let him on the bus on the way back, get a taxi back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think in his day of playing, we all remember Roy Keane playing, I, I think he wouldn't have done that. I think he would have stood at the door on the bus and demanded that he either walked
0: home or got maybe in the luggage rack or something like that. <laughs> Probably. It's Roy Keane, and he just He just do not care. Particularly, I think when you're a player or a manager, you've got to sort of tone it down a bit. Because he's a pundit, he doesn't care. He just says what he thinks. And I have absolutely no doubt. Just, I think some people... Some pundits will say some things to get a bit of attention. I have no doubt that's exactly what Roy Keane thinks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that point because there's a lot, like you said, a lot of pundits will just say things. Um, people like Stephen Warnock spring to mind, to be brutally honest with you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone's got the uh, I don't think anyone's got the balls to disagree with him either. No. It
2: doesn't compute for him, does it? You know, like, when it, as much as I hate to say it as good a footballer they, they bought, he do not compute, like, in his head any mistakes made.
0: No.
2: You know, uh, he's like, he's
0: Mr. Angry, ain't he? He is, yeah. Well, there's no one who didn't make it as a manager, because if that's how you act when you're manager, you, well, you're not going to make it. And I'm not surprised it's not quite worked out for him. You can't go around and threaten to punch your punch your own players. All those mistakes, hilarious. Um, the other thing I mentioned in the Spurs-Manu game is is good VAR work. Uh, it ended at one-one, but there was a late penalty given against Spurs for Manu, which was overturned by VAR. So in, in space, a couple of days we had the good and bad of VAR. Now, Wayne, as a refereeing expert, you're not a massive fan of VAR. How do you feel about the good and the bad within the space two or three days? Well, the good
1: part of the VAR is that it did work in the Spurs game. You know, it was the correct decision. Um, I mean, the bad point was that I had Manu to win and both teams to score, so that let me down on my accumulator.
2: Um,
1: so for me, that's a VAR failure. <laughs> um, but I'm one of the very few people in the population that's actually against VAR. And it's use um, overall, and so I think it detracts away from what I quite like about football, which is talking about it and talking about the controversy right? Um, I don't want football to be the same as cricket, to be the same as tennis, etc., where it's completely mental. Um I want it to be talking points. Um, which for anyone that's seen me referee probably know why I like talking points. <laughs> Yeah,
0: oh, Dave, as a team that may make it up next year, what do you reckon about... Are you happy you're going to a league that will have VAR, assuming you go up?
2: Yeah, well, I'm hoping the uh, mistakes have been making this season, though, will uh, they'll have managed to try and yeah. uh, at least a few than that. am I can understand the upsides, really. I really. Mean, waiting, like, four or five minutes as it currently is, you know, sometimes for... Uh, decision to be made on the goal mm. that goal might save you from getting relegated so yeah. there's there's pros and cons and well won't be everything but yeah, yeah. It, I think it's if they if they can start getting it a bit quicker like like in Spain and and, yeah. and even even Germany
1: uh, Yeah. better just on the point of being quicker, um, and I don't really mean, really don't mean to do this as a name drop, uh, but a couple of years ago, when Howard Webb was in charge of the uh, American referees uh, in the NLS, um, I was at a meeting with him, and he talked about how, when they first introduced AR, they had issues with how long it would taking, and he introduced a hundred second rule. So basically, if a decision hasn't been un- overturned in a hundred seconds, it's not a clear and obvious mistake. Mm-hmm. You've, that is your timeline. If you if you um, are still umin in by that point, the decision stands obvious, which I think is something we can probably bring in this country. Um, maybe the the time could be tweaked, but I'd definitely limit on how long it takes to make decisions.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I agree with that. I like the idea of AAR, but it's not its implementation this year has been a bit shitty at times. Um,
2: it it affects the referee performances and all, hasn't it? Because I think referees are. Not, not purposely, but got lazier with decision making and and just left it up to VAR and VAR's just going with what refs did. So yeah. uh, both sides on that me.
0: Uh, yeah. Looking at. Yeah, absolutely. No, talk, talking of referees. Moving on, how do we all feel about Mike Dean's beard in the Merseyside derby? Obviously, this 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 is this is the most most interesting thing I can think to talk about of that fucking game because it was shy. <laughs>
1: literally nothing happened in the game but that beard was just a finger beauty <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've got on but follow Paddy Power's
0: Twitter account for updates on that because some of those some of their tweets were just fantastic yeah it somehow always might find a way to be centre attention. it's not giving red cards out it's turning up after lockdown with your massive beard with old Mikey Dean um, but yeah oh, the game itself was just a, a poor game wasn't it both, both teams weren't Clearly weren't ready for the restart, if that makes sense. No, poor. It felt like a pre-season friendly. Yes. Yeah. What in what's meant to be the, one of the biggest derbies in country.
1: Yeah. Biggest love in it country.
0: What <laughs> uh, it means Liverpool got, can't win the title, We well, didn't win the title, and can't win it in the next game either, unless City lose to Burnley, which would be a miracle. Um, I think FA Cup next weekend as well, and it? So it'll be a, either weekend after or midweek after that. They've got to wait a bit longer. But that's still obviously a matter of time. Um, I don't know, actually. I haven't I looked at this week's fixtures.
2: I, I think that's what I predicted.
0: When, uh, you might have done, actually.
2: Liverpool, <laughs> have something
0: yeah. Yeah, so Liverpool needs five points. If Liverpool win, on um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then City draw. Then yeah, that, that would win up title, you're right, Ode. In the in the north. Yeah. No <laughs> Misty Gordon and strikes again. Yeah. Very good. I know and, and stay on City. Again, going back to the first night at the back of the Premier League. Arsenal losing. David Luiz being David Louise. That was comical.
1: I, I don't understand David Luiz. He's brilliant. He's rubbish. He's one of the best in the world. He should be playing Sunday League. The the guy doesn't understand the word consistency at all. Because <laughs> on his day, he can be. He's fantastic. He's a quality player. Yeah. And I think his too he's, you know his time that he spent at ESG, which I think, given enough time, he will admit was basically a holiday. Mm. has ruined him.
0: Yeah, you go go play a league like France for a few years. I know he's he's earned all the money he's ever going to need in that two seasons. It's such a lower level. You 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 drop your levels, don't you? You've got to drop your levels because there's no need to be as good. Uh, and he had not looked, yeah, right. He not looked as good since he come back. I mean that 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 game against City was just David Louise in a nutshell. Uh, the first goal and the second one getting sent off to concede is just comedy comedy gold. Um and then Arsenal follow it up on Saturday against Brighton. Go ahead. You think oh we're going one-up, they're gonna be fine here. And then they did such an Arsenal thing of getting a player injured and then just falling apart. It happens all the time with teams like Arsenal. Somebody gets injured quite badly, and for some reason they just can't hold on to the lead they've got. Hey, the um
1: well for the injury, first of all, because I don't think the injury Is as malicious as people thought it were. Morbid definitely goes in to uh, to knock Leno off the ball. Mm. He's definitely not intentionally getting the ball, but I don't think it's meant in a nasty way. I don't think he's in any way meant to injure him. Uh, If you watch, everyone will say, "Oh, he leads with his arm," you know, like, but he doesn't. He lowers it at the last minute to stop it going anywhere near his face. He's just literally trying to charge into him. Mm. The injury is kind of. It could have happened at any given time in that game. He could have come and collected a corner and done the exact same. So, just for our fans to sit there and say, oh, yeah, this injury was all more, I thought it should have been sent off. I don't know what game they're watching to think it should have been sent off. No. Um, And then blame him for the loss. It's just laughable.
2: Mm. 99 times out of 100,
0: that he do not go off injured, does he? No. Well, you're, you're, you're a former goalkeeper, Odie, part of the goalkeeping union. Do you have any sympathy for Leno? Or do, do you think MoPay was wrong? What do you think?
2: No, I think I think they were both both right to win winning for, for it. It were uh, you, you, you like you say you get you get them mm. you get them every week. You know, one, team or another.
0: Yeah, it's,
2: uh, like I said, night time times out and wondered did they not happen? You know, it's, yeah, it's just part of the game, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and it were a big result for both teams. Arsenal not winning puts them tenth. <laughs> I believe it puts them tenth. Um, they're now six points off Champions League. Well, they're six points off fifth. Which I'm just, we're just, let's just say that's Champions League for now. Um, I can't see them bringing that six points back. And if if if, if they need to get top four, they're eleven points off. So the chance of Arsenal getting back in Champions League is basically nil. Um, and to be fair to Arteta, he comes out and say, you know, when you had Wenger it passed and Emery it passed, they've never been that critical of the team, have they? they've always been a bit nice and a bit soft. But Arteta came out after a game and really laid into players about the fact that they just didn't hold on to it, they weren't professional, this, that, other. They might be a changing, eventually be a changing mood for Arsenal. I can't see it. It's not going to happen this season, obviously. Um, but the, there's possibly signs there for Arteta... But it might be our Event right. in the long run, it might work all right for
2: him. No, sorry for Arteta, it's like he's he's coming to what's been left. I mean, there's still people where Vengers played, is not they? Not many, but it's like it's just like it's like anyone that's been into Manuel to after Fergie. <laughs> you, you know, it yeah. always. it's like there's no leaders, no oh. leaders, and they have been for a long time at Arsenal.
0: No, they are no even even the best players. You, you you go back to Van Persie and Fabregas. they were fantastic players, but they weren't really leaders, were they? No. They were sort of giving captains to try and keep them happy and to try and keep them at club a little bit longer. They never you never thought they're gonna do a Vieira type and all Adams type thing and just take a basket off the neck and well do that. They need a massive shift, they need to spend a lot of money. And I don't know if they've got the the well, they have got the cash, haven't they? But I don't know if they're going to spend it. I don't
1: think they'll ever get back to the Arsenal of the past, which was a team that, if you look in the 90s, were a team of strong leaders mm. that had a couple of talented players that, that carried them forward, but they were yeah. always strong, they had a strong core. You look down at their team now, and
0: where is the strength in their core? No idea. You've got Mustafi and... I can't even think of where the centre-back is, but the, if you've got Mustafi playing centre-back, you're not going to get Champions League, I'm afraid. He's part of the problem, obviously. Uh, and you've got is who I quite like It middle, but he's still a kid. It's just... Yeah. I, I can't see for them where the positives come from in the short term. Mm, I really like him. He's going to
2: be a good player, but yeah, like, to be started, he, he couldn't get a start for us. You know what I mean, of the of the Bamford. <laughs> uh, so he's going to be a good player in the future. But I was quite surprised that the uh, they mm. him in, in January and didn't like to, uh, loan him out anyway uh, Yeah,
0: they, these 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 young players need to go and get some some. If you want to play for if you if Arsenal want to be a successful team, they need to have players who have had success. And coming in and finishing 10th with Arsenal is not success. But if you go somewhere at a championship and go up, then it, it breeds a bit of winning mentality, which Arsenal desperately need. I mean, you've got some good young players. You've got, like I said, in Ketia, Saka's a really, really good player. He, he looks brilliant, Saka. Gundozi I quite like, and you've got a, a few others. But they're just, whatever they're in that environment at Arsenal, they're just soaking up the old shit.
2: Yeah. And, and then go back to Errol o- and all. He's like a bad smelling. Well, exactly?
0: And, yeah.
2: then, and top like two hundred fifty grand a week. And yeah. they're And, and the, there's there's probably uh, there's probably a division. You know, like it, players that are pissed off that Errol's earning that much and he's he just sat mm. on his. He's not even making squads. No.
1: I mean just looking at Brighton versus Arsenal from some of the team lineup, Holding and Mustafi at centre half who <laughs> in the middle yeah then you look at Brighton Dunk Webster and Gross and mm. I don't think there's that much difference in quality there I'd probably have Brighton out of those players i have Brighton a lot yeah. um, you know Aubameyang like he says Saki looks like a good player uh, I do like Bellerin as well although kick get injured doesn't he He's, yeah. not, he's had two pretty good four games but I like Bellerin yeah. uh, and then yeah, I know leno has gone off but you've got Emi Martinez on and, like, you Emi Martinez, you had him on loan we had him on loan he was a decent player but yeah. should he go for goal from a team that's trying to get in the top the floor
0: no not in a million years I, I, I like him I like Martinez he's a, he's a good flair type keeper who's quite entertaining uh, but I wouldn't trust him for a prolonged period of time in goal. We had him a few years ago now, but I don't... From what I've seen, he's played, he's played odd game this season. I, don't, I can't see what's changing. If if they can bring in an emergency keeper, they need to do that because I, I wouldn't trust Martinez for the rest of the season, particularly. Hmm. I saw you all... Link, Leeds link with him, though. What's all that about, Ove? Try in yeah. a new keeper. Leeds link with Martinez.
2: Oh, well, if, if it's... Style, does not don't he? That's the first I've heard of that. Uh, well, Kassier, I think Casilla's days are numbered. Yeah. Uh, um, Mesley's um, he, he's looked he's looked all right since he's come in that game against Arsenal. He, he had a good game. Mm. Uh, but he's nineteen year old. You can yeah. especially especially if if we do walk, we, we we're going to need to sign a, a keeper and a keeper that can.
0: Fitting
2: which
0: style of play, where he was good at ball speed, but uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's, it's one of the places you start strong with. Um, moving on to a, two, t- two teams that have got good keepers but are in different functions. West Ham Wolves was another game, which again, an important result for both teams. Wolves picking up a convincing 2 0 win. I lost me. A, yeah, 2 0 win. Uh, but I thought Wolves looked brilliant. I mean, I know West Ham looked bad, but on Wolves first, I thought they looked really, really good. Wolves,
1: yeah. Um,
0: it's very strange that we're
1: looking at a position now where we're looking at the top of the Premier League. I'm thinking who's going to get that final Champions League spot? Is it going to be Sheffield United Wolves or Crystal Palace? <laughs> um, but yeah, Wolves look pretty solid. Um, I think West Ham were their own enemies. Mm. <laughs> Like I said last week, I don't fancy them to up. I don't think they've got enough, a lot of negativity at the club, and every every game that they're not picking up that win is just adding adding to them um, a lot more so than other teams down there.
2: Yeah, I thought they'd, uh, they'd improve. We you know uh, crowds in. Yeah, I thought. Um,
0: they were
2: poor, weren't they?
0: Yeah, we're saying all the time, but they've got to change in quick uh, because, well, if not, they're going to go down. Um, we haven't talked about the Norwich game. No, we've talked about the proper relegation battle now. West Ham will pull Bournemouth as well. Bournemouth against Palace. I know Palace are now in touch in the at playoffs, at Champions League. But Bournemouth were a dreadful. That's one of the worst performances at weekend, Bournemouth against, against Watford. Uh on, on that, what do we think about this is a wider issue in terms of in football, but what do we think about Ryan Fraser and other people rejecting short term contracts at the end of the season? Just picked him out because he's the public whole of high profile, which again might cost Bournemouth, but what do we reckon?
2: Yeah, I would hate it if I were a Bournemouth fan, but when you put yourself in mm. Ryan Fraser's shoes and you link with the likes of Arsenal, Spurs, uh, Everton. Mm. You, why would you risk you get a bad injury and and that's it you you've got no income
0: mm.
2: and you're probably never going to get a chance like that to to play for a club aiming for Europe
0: again are you no I agree. So talk is going to get 100 grand a week wherever he goes and he's like he'll be on nowhere near that at Bournemouth. Will he? if he's on half that, I'll be surprised. Mm. I think it's more likely to be about a quarter of that, to be honest with you,
1: based on bonus, um income. Yeah. Uh, I don't, if I was him, I would really, I'd understand the decision. I'd get why you want to that he wouldn't endanger your future. Um had really something similar with Lyle Taylor, yeah. Charles, uh, a couple of weeks ago, who declared it wasn't going to play for the rest of the season. The issue is, as fans, you're invested in these players. Yeah. And it's not like the players can move clubs. Just, although they can move clubs, you can't play for that team until the season's over. Because mm. uh, I know that the 1st of July that they a contract rule, but they're also the rule that you can't leave, They can't sign for another team until that season's done. So you're also looking at it thinking you're going to spend a month off doing absolutely
0: nothing. I mean, I already spent three months off.
1: Yeah. And it does smack a bit of. How can you justify that as a player um, on the money that you're on just to say that I'm, I'm going to sit in that? <laughs> I think I'm falling more down on the side of I agree with him. I get the decision. It's just not something I'd be happy with as a Bournemouth fan. And there's lots of other clubs that are in the same boat. Same as Charlton with Lyle Taylor. Um, <laughs> it's, it's understandable, I think.
2: It's and all like it. you know, like if you're a fan of but the joining, you think, well, if if his contract goes down again, is he gonna? Is he one of them that's just gonna refuse to play? Yeah, you know, like it does come across a bit like that. Like, I understand, and mm-hmm. and uh, I think in the same shoes I'd do the same. Yeah, uh, it it does come across like a bit of an attitude problem.
0: Yeah, it does a bit. I, th- I think it may- things might be slightly different if it was go- if it was going somewhere for a couple of grand extra. I think that's where the, ba- the, the sort of a, the bad feeling would definitely come. But I think it, Fraser and T- Lyle Taylor, are two, two of your main ones, who are going to probably double more than double what they're getting. So I can sort of understand from their point of view. Although, I, if I were a Bournemouth fan, I would not be very happy with him in the slightest. But I, I get it. Yeah, it's just a shame. Because Bournemouth after after that performance, Bournemouth needs something because um, they were they were absolutely dreadful. Uh, I think we both, we think we all three was picked Bournemouth to stay up. When we did a prediction last week, yeah. I think we all picked Bournemouth to stop up. Based on that, if they don't improve, there's no way they're stopping up. Yeah, change
1: my
0: mind. <laughs> I think we all picked Brighton to go down, and then yeah. they, went and, they went and won.
2: Yeah.
1: I <laughs> Sorry, just to be clear, I don't know what happened in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> we, do, we do these uh, podcasts at the minute because I'm of down on Skype, and I think my internet just dropped out for a second. So I, I completely agree or disagree with whatever you just said last, Lexa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The,
2: the invisible man now, Wayne.
1: That's it. Uh, you know, my... He's gone to audio only. I'm not really sure what's happened here. Apparently my 200-minute broadband from Virgin Media is not 200 minutes.
0: Oh well, that's that's nice for Virgin Media to know, I suppose. Yeah, it's Virgin Media as a, <laughs> a Premier
1: League team, and I'm sure you were all listening, listening to this podcast. Virgin Media sorted out.
2: All <laughs> oh, Richard Branson's fault. Get him on fucking phone,
1: Wayne.
0: Yeah, come on, Wayne. He's one of your mates, isn't
1: he? Richard, if you don't sort it out, I'm going to come and shave your beard. <laughs> Set your island on fire. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get rid of all your train... Oh, no. Wait, no. Scrap that. Um, planes? Planes. Do they still have a plane? Yeah, they do. They must have planes. flown... <laughs> has, has anyone flown, uh, flown Virgin since Kevin and Perry? Really? <laughs> anyway, we're going off topic a bit here.
0: Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm talking about Bournemouth is not the most exciting thing in the world.
1: Um, no, nah, um, I still maintain. I still think they'll stay
0: up. Fair enough. I'd be amazed, but I, uh, I disagree with you on that one, Wayne. But that's yeah, fine.
2: Yeah, they look like a team with no, no kind of morale. Yeah, and that might have something to do with Fraser <laughs>
0: doing what he's done. Well, yeah, it can't be good. If you're if you're a bunch of 18 people, and this guy says, "I don't want to play for you anymore," because I think I'm basically I think I'm better than you. Yeah, which is effective of what he's saying. It uh, is going to push it down a lot. It could, it could be one of two ways. I mean, jumping ahead slightly to the championship, but Charlton went to win at weekend, and I think they would have probably used that as a motivation. The Lyle Taylor situation.
2: Yeah.
0: Whereas Bournemouth didn't clearly, uh, and they, uh, P- Palace looked really good. Fair play to Palace. I and mean, if Palace end up in up big Champions League, it's going to be crazy, but they were they were really really good. Uh, but the last Premier League game to mention is the team that are going down. Norwich lost 3-0 to Southampton. Um, And as bad as Bournemouth were, Norwich were even worse. Norwich are going
1: down, and they're going down without a fight. That was a poor yeah. performance. I, wa- I watched quite a, Well, pretty much all of that game. Mm. Um, the first half, chance to... I can't remember who had the chance, but he put through back close. And yeah. he took about three touches to control it. Um... And you just thought, if they hadn't been in Sunday league, you'd be giving a right. for it. Never mind. Yeah. Um, and then they went and uh, conceded three goals. And I think the third goal um, that Redmond scored pretty much summed it up. Because he, he just walked through. There was, there was no effort needed yeah. to, to score that goal. He, he walked through. And, yeah, it was a good finish, but he shouldn't have been allowed that sort of time and space. And you just you sort of looked at that goal there and thought, up. There's, there's nothing that can save
0: them now. No. No, I need a miracle. The seven, are uh, six points adrift. Um, but that, but they, oh, their goal difference is much, much worse than real, So they are effectively seven points adrift. Um, yeah, they're, they're as good as gone, unfortunately, for them. So I looked all right. But again, it's difficult to tell. When, they, when you play against teams that were as bad as Norwich, it's difficult to tell how good the opposition actually were. Um, but, anyway, move on to, now, finally, the championship. One of the uh, the league that nobody wants to win, is what, what I'm renaming it. Odin, yeah. so we'll start with the, uh, your your team. Yeah. Well, set a scene. So, West Brom, West Brom drew, Fulham lost. Your chance to get 10 points clear, and you lost 2-0 to Cardiff.
2: Yeah, we ne- we never do it the easy way. <laughs> <laughs> we it. Now, we, we, after the first 10 10-15 we uh, we dominated possession wise. We just that old uh, old problem we have is uh, just that lack of killer killer <clears throat> ball in final third. Uh, not as much as possession we had, we we did create more. Uh, chances going forward but it was just that lack of like a killer ball and, and not just that uh, Bamford <laughs> <laughs> well, you know when when there's someone breathing down his neck mm. I, would, uh, I mean uh, when when another striker is looking like taking his place he steps in, when, yeah. there's, when there's nobody breathing down his neck, he, he just—it's not that he doesn't care. I don't think, but he just, he, just he, has, he, has, he has that extra yard when, when there's pressure on him, and, and probably fans not been there and all that—that might have a, an impact on him. He just thinks, oh, it's just a
1: fucking a friendly game. You no, know, uh, what were you doing then? It sounds like you were scratching oh. it up for some paper. Odin, why are you rumbling around in packets of crisps? I
2: was tapping table. Oh. <laughs> Is that what about
0: leaders, you some... rub it goes? When we talk about Rub it beanbag, this phone's gone. When you start talking Leeds, you've got a nervous twitch now, and you have got to start messing with something. Put you in a nervous situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That noise is what
1: I hear when Nuttall starts talking about politics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, In- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a non-Leeds fan, how convinced are you that they're going to throw it away again? You know, I, I would love to see it. Honestly, <laughs> it's a bit, just to
1: pull of, you know, the best Kevin Keegan there, but they're not going to. I just, I just don't <laughs> see the teams below them in the point um, I mean, look at the table now we did well I wouldn't say it were a favour we did you a bit of a favour by getting a point against Forest. Fulham shot themselves in the foot lost them to Brentford yeah. you're still seven points clear in all this um, West Brom didn't even fancy building on the lead to be honest with the point. yeah, no nil no, no at home against one of the worst teams in the division yeah why not why? <laughs> um, I was looking at the stats from the game though it's interesting possession stats. Leeds sixty-eight percent possession. Mm. You know, seventeen shots, seventeen attempts, but only three on target. Yeah. Cardiff two attempts on target, two goals. So oh, we're,
0: we're, we're cleaning, clearing line for Cardiff. Only yeah. open out, only Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like what Wednesday
2: did to us early on its season. It, we don't seem to get good results against. Teams that just pack, pack back mm. and, and let you have ball, and you know, unless we score, unless we score first half or or really early on in the game when they have to change the plan, then
0: it's yeah. like
2: it's like you know the the longer game goes on, nil nil, and and they're just packing the end back. You just know we're going to get a puns, and we yeah. miss we miss Anandas and all. But, uh, he, he, everyone seems to raise the game a bit. Yeah, mm. uh, I mean, he, he can pull somewhere out of baggy, you, you know, that killer pass, on that, uh, some special top corner, whatever. Mm. He always do something. Yeah. Uh, just, I'm not, I'm not saying we run out of ideas because we, we did keep keep waiting to end but mm. just that that, that like lacking, you just you just seem to know it's not going to be
1: happening. Yeah. So later, later, well, what do you thought
2: on uh, what on Costa? He's doing all right. I don't. With with a obligation to buy, and is, I think it's the fifty million. Nah. Uh, before before he came, to, well. From what I remember him that season at Wolves. I don't think what season he got players like that, but season before he, uh, he 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 looked quality you'd probably say, well, yeah, we're from Wolves and all, it's still here with me Pratt. I don't think he's worth £15 million. But I don't know. He's, he's, he's done all right. He has a good performance.
1: I mean, Odin, oh, look at the Leeds, look at Leeds fans' reviews of him. I don't think they think he's worth £10 million. It's <laughs> <laughs> really sick. He has
2: had it. I don't know. He's it's difficult when you because, like Harrison's come and he's he's been brilliant this season, Jack Harrison. Uh, last season, you'd have probably had same Leeds fan saying the same thing. But now, but now he's he's been one of his best players. Mm. it's I think it just depends because how how we play. Some players take a lot longer than, or not even at all, get to get into uh, like getting to sync with how we play. Mm. Um, yeah, Costa... It, it ty- he's, he's, he's all right. He's, I don't think he's worth the, the price tag. We're going to be paying for him, though.
0: No, big game next weekend, though. Uh, Leeds Fulham. Uh, it was a huge game, obviously. Uh, on Friday, well, that and, and then before that Friday night, we've got Brentford against West Brom. So you've got the top four all playing each other. Yeah, it should be good. If, if both Brentford and Fulham win, which I don't think they will, that's going to set up a hell of an ending to the season, isn't it? Mm.
1: I, I wouldn't be too surprised if West Br- if uh, sorry Brentford won. I, I think that's a possibility at the minute. Mm. Um, but equally, I could see Leeds beat Fulham, to be honest
2: yeah, yeah they, they they'll set up. Like I said, they said, they need some of the front game and all, so they they're not gonna they're not gonna sit back. Yeah, and, and if like Cardiff did and uh, try and do a number on us, they're, they're gonna put and they attack inside. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll play play right into our hands. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think we'll beat them. They they looked all right against Brentford, sports that day.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah. So it was just last ten minutes mm. to the Brentford have got that line in pace, haven't they? If you, if you, if you, if you push too hard against Brentford, they have got that ability to come at you like that. And the full just paid price, didn't they? 2-0, flat at Brentford. But they have got that quality just to rip teams apart. Which yeah. is why they are. So uh, moving slightly down the further table to the playoff picture is one of the closest fights in, in any league. For between 6th and 12th, there's three points. Uh, at the minute, Preston, are in that playoff spot where they've got, got Cardiff, Blackburn, Swansea, Bristol City, Mill uh, Millwall and Derby, they're all fighting for it. Um, it's ridiculously close, that last spot. Who do you reckon is going to be the, that team? Look, Forest look comfortable. Who do we think is going to make that sixth spot? He said Forest looked comfortable. I don't think they were that good
1: on Saturday. Um, on the game, I wasn't particularly impressed with them. And, but I think, and given the number of teams that are chasing, I, I don't know if they are comfortable or not. Uh, but you got—I I still, I still like Derby. They're down out of them, but I think they've just got the quality.
0: Mm. Simply, second.
2: That young lad who got Atchik. Uh, Louis Sibley,
0: something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 He could, he could uh, uh,
2: surprise a few teams.
0: Mm. But obviously, they've got the Rooney factor,
1: haven't they? Which helps. Yeah. yeah, I think Sibley's a good player. I like uh, Oscar Rooney. Ridiculously good from that division.
0: Um, I also like that. Is it Bird as well? I don't know that one. I can't even get lineups. Uh, Max Bird, yes, you're right. Ooh, he looks like he could be uh, playing a superstar,
1: but I, I think he, he's uh, definitely a definitely Premier League player. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if they, uh, if, they got, if they did the same as they did last season and uh, beat Leeds in the semi-final at last.
2: <laughs> Listen, Wayne, you, you don't have to keep on supporting Derby because you've had a pair of shorts 15 years ago for open <laughs>
1: They were good shorts wasn't for no reason at all. No not certain why I had those, but I did. And, you know there was very they were very, very tight.
0: <laughs> we don't no, nobody needs to know that.
1: Imagine imagine the Max and paddy sketch where uh, Max is in the woods. That's what you need
0: to think of. Thanks for that Wade. That's a lovely thought um yeah moving on swiftly moving on uh we've got a new segment (laughs) we're going to call for this week and we may bring it back next week depending on how it works but wayne's word so wayne's going to talk talk us through a certain topic each week this week wayne take it away yeah first of all
1: i didn't choose the name wayne's word that was a completely laxist choice yes it was yes it It works Uh, fine Right. For anyone who's following us on Twitter, and I'm sure there are at least six people doing that at the minute.
0: Nine. Um,
1: nine. I'm going to take off soon. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitter at monkey underscore show, I think it is. Yeah. Basically, Hull City, who have been an absolute shit show for quite a while now uh, in terms of ownership. So everyone knows about the attempts to change into Hull Tigers um, and Asad Alam's just. Embarrassing tenure at the club. So today, a journalist from the Athletic, or a number of journalists, but the journalist from the Athletic, I emailed them asking them for their comment based on some journalism they've done, and they've what they've done is they've published a redacted answer, um, and the redactions cover the you know the sensitive information, the players' names, um, the names of people who, who proposed for a takeover. Uh, and a number of other things, wages, stuff like that. The only issue is it's been redacted by someone who clearly doesn't understand technology because if you go onto the statement and copy and paste it into a Word document, the redaction goes away, so you can actually read the full statement, which is just, for a, for a championship football club, pathetic, to be honest with you. Um, and basically what they're saying is that they've got four players out of contract at the end of the season, um, that the Athletic are speculating aren't going to re sign uh, this summer. That being uh, Eric Leigh, Stephen Kinsley, Jackson Irvine, and Marcus Madison. And they're also said they're not going to stay at the club beyond the 30th of June. Now, where they've got the information from, we're not 100% certain. Um, they've also questioned the club's finances, saying the top earners are only on 17 grand a week and the club want to bring it down to a maximum of 7,000, possibly even lower to 5,000 which doesn't compete in the championship in any way. I mean, it's that sort of budget It's the sort of thing that's going to put you in a relegation spot. I mean, they already are, but it's more of a, a high-end League One budget, to be honest with you. And the club have responded with the most petulant thing in the world. Honestly, the work experience kid who was uh, who's done this needs to be ashamed of themselves. Um, they've got the problems and all Hull fans will know about this regarding the ownership um, the takeover by Grieve that uh, fell for in 2016 um, in fact as we're reading this The Athletic have literally just published their investigation on it, which we will tweet out, I'm not going to it because i am not actually had a chance to read it yet Um we will breaking tweet that news. out Yeah, break, breaking news for a podcast that's not going to be up for a couple more hours um, but I, I feel sorry for their fans and you know, we've got a bit of a rivalry. We're all after the playoff final, and we have some issues in 2005 where they picked us to promote uh, to the automatics then as well. But no club deserves these owners. They are an embarrassment to football, treating them as a, an entity rather than a football club. Saying that they are, they own the rights to change what they wish. No one person owns a football club. It should be owned by the fans, and anyone who supports allowance position shouldn't be involved in football anyway that's, that's, that's my, my uh, minor rant done um, I just tried to keep it to the point but yeah follow us on uh, twitter at monkeys underscore show and you'll, you'll see what's been sent out of the hole. it's just embarrassing and because of that I really hope they get relegated <laughs> so to say, it's
0: not, it's not fair on the fans it's bad for the fans you want not to get relegated
1: just to be clear, I want him to get relegated because Alam will have to sell at massively reduced cost. He currently wants forty-six million for the club. <laughs> if he get relegated to League One, he's going to take a massive hit, and he'll have to sell it on. And there will be individuals that want to take that club over and get it back on a good footing. That's why I want him to relegated. Nothing to do with the fans. I'm sure the fans would be happy to spend a season or two in League One if it got rid of Alam. Do you
2: think the whole fans need to redact against the machine?
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> I went one of your best though but I still enjoyed it
1: <laughs> Gordon, that, was, that was one of your worst but I enjoyed it because it was so bad yeah. Well, I,
2: I thought that was your word Wayne Wayne's word redact
1: yeah <laughs> no Wayne's word is hashtag scrap the league cup Go behind the campaign
0: well, if you want to do a proper campaign, you do some research, you get some finances, and come back to us with a proper proposal, please. What do you want me to do? Took me years to do a proposal. What are you expecting from me, like, say, well, a dragon's den style proposal? Nothing I can do about the league cup. It's bigger than me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not as big as Russia, though, is it? A little in joke there. No one understands very well. Um, yeah. So that, that's that's Wayne's Word segment, which
0: will not last very long in the future. It will. We'll, uh, eventually, I'll try and get it. We'll try and find some intro music on Jingle for that at some point, if that sticks. Ah, can, can I pay for a jingle? Can we get a jingle? If you want to pay for a jingle, that's fine. And
1: if there are anyone watching that would like to do a jingle, basically Wayne's Word, party time, excellent, but make it really good. I am willing to pay up to £5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, well the, the offers out there, I suppose. I don't, I don't think anyone will accept that, but you know, we'll see. Uh, moving on from Wayne's word, Um uh, yeah, the first start with Hull for the weekend, finishing off with the Championship. The relegation fight is 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 really really good. Hull and Middlesbrough were the really really big losers at the weekend. Um, Hull lost at Charlton. Hull lost at home to Charlton. And that Middlesbrough took an absolute pounding at home to Swansea. Uh, they're, level, they're both level on points with Hull in the relegation zone on goal difference, and with Barnsley, who won at the weekend, and Charlton, who won at the weekend. Charlton have pulled away a little bit. Um, Hull and Middlesbrough in massive trouble are going down, aren't they? Look at the teams down
1: there Hull, Middlesbrough, Riversfield, three teams that spent time in the Premier League in the not too distant uh, past. You can go up to
0: Stoke as well, Stoke right Stoke only a point
1: extra. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's going to be some big teams down in the league one next season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think between the lot of them, given even given what I've just said, I still think Middlesbrough with the one um, was going to go down, um, unless Barnsley can pull it and really, really turn it around. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: another team that has a lot of negativity around the club. Um, Steve Gibson is Steve Gibson, but I went there last season. And we beat them, I think it was Boxing Day in the league, and after 20 minutes, they weren't playing that badly, but they were doing for the players. And I just think, from what we tell it's still happening.
0: Mm. How do you get rid of that sort of negativity? You did change from top to bottom, unfortunately. And Gibson's not going to go. I know, and you're particularly enjoying Middlesbrough's struggles, aren't you?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying them as well as pulling uh, and Huddersfield fantastic to see them uh, all scraping scraping together
0: and Barnsley as well you don't like Barnsley either so you know yeah it'd
2: be great to uh, see all three of them with them and in but
0: <laughs> it's
1: possible that we could all like Put some money into Luton so that they can get out of it, so we can see all these teams go down.
0: Yeah, we could try that. I mean, transfer window shuts. So I don't think it's going to help anybody. Although Luton picked up a point at home to Preston, Preston were chasing the playoffs, so it's, they've got, they've obviously got possibility. They're going to try to potentially turn things around. A couple of wins in it's uh, all looks very different, doesn't it?
1: Win the next game, put some two points away.
0: All yeah. open up. To- then they've got Leeds, aren't game after that? So that's, that's a safe three points, so... Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> they've got Nathan Jones back, haven't they?
0: Yes. Good good appointment, that, for them. Yeah. 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 Some, some clubs, you need, you need to have somebody who knows the club, and, well, that might work for them. Hopefully. Well, hopefully for them, I don't care. But. They picked
2: up a few points, didn't they, before... Uh... mm all,
0: all this happened uh, uh, lockdown and uh, they'd they, they got home yeah yeah it'd be funny if they stayed up in uh, Middlesbrough and Hull went down the uh, bit of comedy in that um, so yeah that's all I've got for talk about anything else you two want to talk about for a few minutes or are you happy to go away I,
1: I would like to spend some time moaning about Virgin Media, but literally haven't got enough time left in the day
0: for that. I mean, if you want to vote, moan about Virgin Media, what you could do is ring them.
1: We you tried to... No, no we're not going to get into this,
0: like, so we're not going to get into <laughs> I'm angry.
1: I don't know why i read up. But...
0: Okay. Uh, Sore subject, clearly. Cool. Anything else, Ode? No. Hashtag redact. Hashtag redact.
1: I'm just saying, if Virgin Media sponsor the League Cup next season, I'm taken to Parliament. (laughs)
0: That's why you need to do a proposal, Wayne. Let's see it. Come on. Okay. (laughs) I I, I, I may end up getting
1: arrested for my proposal because it will involve a certain murder of Richard Branson, but we'll get there. We'll get there. How
0: would your proposal for the League Cup involve murdering Richard Branson?
1: Uh, It's more about the hatred of... uh, Virgin Media at the moment. patron has been put on hold for 20 minutes while I complain about their broadband.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Right, we'll leave it there then. <laughs> uh, so if you want to get in touch where I've got an email northernmonkeysfootball at gmail.com and Wayne's already said the monkeys underscore show on Twitter and Facebook with Northern Monkeys football show um, and get in touch. Let us know what you think if you like it. We've got a few few reviews on iTunes, oh, they apparently need to talk more?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll just, just be clear that I'm not convinced those iTunes reviews are 100% accurate um, based on certain usernames, but,
0: you know, we'll, um, we'll, we'll get by. If give us a five-star review, I'll take it. If <laughs> give us a five-star review, give us a five-star review. I don't care who you are. Kim Jong-un's listening. Five-star of your iTunes, will be best buds. Colonel Gaddafi, we could be the show for you. I'm not sure we could. Why not? I, I'm pretty confident he's dead. Are you
1: <laughs> suggesting <laughs> suggest that that would stop someone from listening? Uh,
0: probably, yeah.
1: I mean, not mm. really,
0: I've not really thought whether dead people listen to podcasts in the past, really. Uh, I would assume they don't. But I don't know for certain.
2: We're buried or cremated.
0: Well yeah. I'd
1: like to think that Darrow his podcast is piped straight into hell.
0: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to it? No. I listened to an episode to see how much sticky Girothrum and it is just it's exactly what you expect it to be. He's just talking to himself for an hour, enjoying the sound of his own voice. You can hear the excitement in his voice as, as the more and more he talks, as he gets more and more excited with himself, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, so if you are interested in listening to a man talk about himself with an erection for an hour, you know, tune into the Daryl McCann's podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Peter fans love it, so fair play to them. Um, Yeah, so should we stop talking about shit and just end it? What, life? What are we going about here? I mean, small steps, let's end this for everybody to stop listening to, and then we can sort of talk off air about life in general if you want.
1: But I'm not going to lie. I think we may need to edit this end. But too much. It's
0: fine. Bye, <laughs> right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we will come again at some point in the near future. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Odie. Bye bye.
2: Yeah, we'll come again. <laughs>